Alright, hello ko OTR. This is Off the Record with Mix Bustos and Cheska Litan Kalaw. And of course, thank you to Doodle T. Thank you to thank Doodle, you, Doodle T. Maraming, maraming salamat po for refreshing us in this hot, sunny day. Please do follow Off the Record with Mix and Cheska on Facebook. And of course, please do watch our episodes on Kumu Niti Stage yes. Mondays 8 to 9.30 p.m. Uh, I'll, I'll go right ahead, Cheska, for tonight mm-hmm. introducing to you. Uh, I mentioned the rose of this team and also yes. she was the old lone rose a team Seabol na esports team noong SEA Games 2019 she is uh, currently a Hearthstone Grandmaster caster introducing to you guys Gia Miss Gia D hi Gia hi thank you for having me hi Gia thank you so much for hi, joining Gia. us on the show Gia I, of course we know nakasali ka sa 2019 Southeast Asian Games of course, representing the Philippines. Um, before we we get to anything else, um, can you relive that experience for us? Because, syempre, this entire episode has been about gaming, and you were there representing the Philippines on the biggest stage in 2019. Right. So, yung Sea Games. Actually, that's where I met Mix for the first time because of the media <laughs> storm yeah. that we went through. I was really not used to anything like that because even though I had been um, commentating for esports for about three years already by that time. Nothing of that level na talagang nakatutok sa amin yung media. There were um, like billboards of us. I would even see my face on the back of a bus na talagang <laughs> nakabigla lang talaga. And of course, when we got to the event itself, it was after many months of training where in my case, um, our team was training for maybe like three days a week, seven hours per day. And the days na wala kami dun sa mismong training area, sa bahay, naglalaro pa din. At the event itself, of course, Philippines was the host. And so I ended up reading the oath, uh, I think, uh, athlete's oath for the beginning, which yeah. I also didn't know why and having um, additional bilin sa akin, but I was happy <laughs> to do it to represent the Philippines. And then we let's not talk about my performance in the actual games. Let's talk about the Dota team because they won. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Gia, before we go in uh, into detail about Hearthstone and uh, what you do professionally, bigam mo nakita ng chance para makapag shout out uh, sa followers mo. Gia, go ahead. Well, shout out to everybody watching. Thank you for everybody who was um, supporting me ever since the SEA Games or even before that. And everybody who follows Hearthstone Esports. I appreciate it and keep playing. All right. So speaking of Hearthstone, Gia, kasi kanina we talked about 2K, NBA 2K. So that's uh, common for yung mga may PS4, ngayon PS5. Warzone. Uh, nag-grow din siya it's during console the... PC, yeah. Console and during PC. During the Pero pag, lockdown. Pag, yeah, pag sinabi natin Hearthstone, Gia, can you make kwento to our viewers? What is this game? Yeah, Hearthstone is a collectible card game, but digital by Blizzard Entertainment. So if you're familiar with World of Warcraft, same yung makers, Blizzard Entertainment. Tapos naka-base din sa lore ng WoW ang Hearthstone. Except it's a card game, so like Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic or even Pokemon training cards. Like the the goal is to use your deck to 
um, deplete your opponent's HP to zero. And you can play Hearthstone on PC or on mobile. And then what is the general community like in Hearthstone? Because each, uh, each game has its own community, right? Right. I would say Hearthstone is the nerds among the nerds. Because <laughs> esports palang deba medyo niche na siya, and I guess not everybody is into gaming. But Hearthstone in particular is a game that's not very flashy. It's very fun, and the atmosphere and the aesthetic is like a tavern, so welcoming. But to be at the top level, you need to be, you know, pretty good at math, and you have to have logical thinking. So I would compare it to say like. Hearthstone is to the rest of esports as chess is to the rest of traditional sports. Mm. All right. So, kung hindi nyo po nalalaman sa ating pong viewers uh, of the record, si Gia is uh, currently she is a professional uh, pagdating po sa esport na ito. Pero alam nyo po ba, siya ay graduate ng molecular biology. Tama ba, Gia? University <laughs> of the ba? Philippines? <laughs> uh, diba? Ba? Molecular biology, UP, University of the Philippines. Can you tell us about How? your college yeah. life? Yeah. Uh, well, it was very different to my current life. I mean, uh, up until about maybe my third year of college, I was really assuming that science na yung track ko, as in career path ko is... Um, pagkatapos ng undergrad, magbamasters ako, tapos tuloy ng PhD para makapasok sa academia. But it all kind of changed when I got into esports. But my college life was still very fun and fulfilling and very stressful, of course, like anybody else. And um, it wasn't ideal, I suppose, the way I finished kasi medyo na-delay ako due to juggling esports with my studies. But I'm super grateful to have studied in UP. I yeah, I, I have to ask, how do you go from molecular biology to Hearthstone? Um, it wasn't a, an intention to begin with. I, I had already been playing Hearthstone ever since graduating high school, but casually lang. And then naisip ko after college, because I started to get better, why don't I try joining some local tournaments for fun? May parang board game cafe dati na malapit lang din sa UP na every Sunday sumasali kami doon sa mga local tournaments. And then, after being part of that community, eventually there was like a bigger event that somebody asked me to commentate for or just to give it a try. So I did that. And then, at that event, nirecommend ako if I wanted to cast for an Blizzard of official event in Malaysia. It was like from zero to a hundred really quickly. It escalated without me knowing that it would become so big. But of course, I said yes. That's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And then they liked my work. So like every few months they would invite me back. And today, today, hanggang sa 2019, I became a full time commentator. Gia, mm. kamusta naman ng Hearthstone community sa Pilipinas? How did it start, and then how is it now? Well, I wasn't there from the very beginning, I would say, which is like 2014. Mga 2016 pa lang ako naging competitive. Eh. But until now, I would say the community is very welcoming. Of course, we can't have live events anymore lately because ever since COVID-19. But um, we have a really great community manager, si Kara. Kara Cute is her game name, but uh, in real life, just Kara. Um, I had known her ever since yung mga tournaments na sinasalihan ko nung 2016. And right now, she handles the local community of Hearthstone Philippines. And we have plenty of people who are organizing tournaments and streaming. And it's really great because I can see new faces coming in the Facebook page every so often. 
And then when you, um, obviously, when you start playing, there's a certain level of, I mean, everyone has to start from somewhere and not everyone knows how to even begin playing Hearthstone. Mm -hmm. So what would be your... Uh, what would be your pointers for people who actually just want to get into it, but are maybe intimidated by, it's a card game, I don't understand it? Well, honestly, because it's free to download, I would say just try it. Because the tutorial is very simple. I've done this with a lot of my friends. And lagi lang nabibigla na yung basics is very intuitive. I think Hearthstone became so popular as a card game because it's so easy to pick up. And of course, once you try to get to the higher levels, that's when it starts to get a bit more complicated. But if the goal is just to have fun, you can jump in right away and get into it. I would say like right now, honestly, anyone. And it's not heavy on math until you get to like the very oh, no. high levels. <laughs> oh <It's> no. Not... <laughs> so it's a no for me. <laughs> okay. Hindi ako magaling mag how, how did it go? Joke lang yan. How did it grow especially during the lockdown when it when it started? Um, I'm not sure in terms of growth of i don't have like actual data if tumaas yung active number of players ever since the lockdown but we certainly have adapted like in my case i'm a full-time commentator and before the lockdown i was supposed to actually uh work in the states for about six months in a year and uh na lahat ng papel ko for work visa application and everything when they announced bigla na the pandemic is too dangerous to let anyone travel. And thankfully, Blizzard um, made uh, adjustments to allow us to work from home. That's why I have this headset and this green screen, which I use for um, every weekend at work. We don't have these live events anymore, which is, siyempre, nakaka-miss because those are my favorite parts. But um, I think the great part of esports is that we can adapt in such a way that because everything is held online and the games themselves don't need physical contact, we can still watch and broadcast. And in the case of community tournaments, as long as there's somebody willing and there's internet connection, then we can keep playing. And then, of course, nowadays, it, everyone, no one really leaves their homes. So... <laughs> So when someone says that they want to play Hearthstone, what would be the most basic needs for someone to be able to play this game? Just uh, either a computer or a cell phone or a tablet. And then the internet, it's on the App Store, it's on Google Play. Or if you're on PC, you can just download the Battle.net client. If you play any other Blizzard games, meron na kayo nan. And then you just need to download Hearthstone itself. And it's free to start. Um, like if you want to get very serious, then you can mm. buy packs to put together big decks. But there's honestly a lot to be done just with the free-to-play content. Bonnie says, teach me Hearthstone, please. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's my friend Bonnie. How is your experience uh, uh, when people want to learn? Well, wala masyadong nagpapaturo sa akin like directly anymore because that takes time. I mean, I can't teach everybody one by one, but there's so much content out there if you just search like Hearthstone Beginner's Guide or in my case, like if you just open the game, the tutorial is more than enough to teach you the basics. And then there's streamers playing it every day on Twitch. If you want to see higher level strategies, there's YouTube content creators on 
the different modes and Hearthstone itself has expanded because it's been out for seven years already. There's not just the standard constructed mode. There's Hearthstone Battlegrounds, which is a different genre, katulad ng um, what do you call it? Like if you know Teamfight Tactics or Dota Underlords, it's more in that genre. So there's something for everyone. But it's one thing to learn the basics. It's a completely different thing to actually become good at playing the game. So how does one actually reach the level wherein you get to play Hearthstone and represent the Philippines? Uh, ba nangyari yun? <laughs> well, I really think it has to start from a place of, of having fun. Because it's uh, the, the only reason I got good at the game was because I spent a lot of time on it. And the only reason I spent a lot of time on it is because I really enjoyed it. So when you open a game, any game, I think yan yung pinaka root talaga for anybody who becomes like a top level at the esport. They need to have the passion for the game itself. And then the technical parts can come later, but if you're asking for tips on that, again, just watch streamers, um, <laughs> check guides, mga ganun. G, how's the caster life? Mm, it's great. I love commentating. Um, compared to competing, it's much less stressful, less judgment. <laughs> um, um, but every weekend, I don't know, kaya ako masyadong madaldal, I think, because I'm always talking now um, every weekend to commentate Hearthstone Grandmasters. And it's really fun to kind of be the person that's in charge of bringing the game to a wider audience. And mm-hmm. it's kind of a different responsibility also because you have to be aware that there might be someone watching the complete beginner, but you also have to make sure the analysis is to, up to the standard of top players because you don't want to sound like like you're new at the game. Otherwise, you're not credible as a commentator. Mm-hmm. So it's a challenge, but it's a lot of fun, especially since my colleagues are very good friends as well. And I would assume that commentating just gives you even more um, opportunities to learn about the game and how to play the game because you get to watch other people play it. You get to analyze what they're doing and why they're doing it. Um, How has commentating affected the way that you play? Oh, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, uh, With Hearthstone in particular, uh, if you join almost any tournament, you're required to submit at least four different decks. And mm-hmm. me, uh, before I started competing or commentating, I usually just have like one deck that I really like and I play that all the time on the ranked mode without caring about the rest. But if you're going to commentate, of course, you need to know all the different decks that people are bringing to the tournament. So um, in particular, for Hearthstone Grandmasters, even though our work schedule is three days of broadcast, we have a separate day among the seven casters on the project where we just practice the different decks with each other and make sure that we know what's going on and we can deliver meaningful analysis. So just by virtue of that, I know not just my favorite decks, but everything in the field. Well, how do you switch it? Uh, of course, you're currently, you're currently playing it, right? and then you're currently casting it as a profession also. How do you how do you switch? Because commonly, Gia, uh, like in the Philippines, like uh, basketball or volleyball, usually the commentators tapos na maglaro. So, parang it's all commentator perspective for me. But you do it on a regular basis and you switch on and off. How's that like for you? Well, honestly, 
on honestly I'm kind of like that na rin medyo retired in a sense na hindi na ako masyadong nagko-compete. Um I do like play on the rank ladder here and there but most of the big tournaments I'm already commentating for it. But um there was a time I suppose that I had one event like a month before uh I would then cast a different event and then I'm competing and casting on and off and Um honestly it's not so much of a big switch in terms of mindset because to me in order to deliver the best cast I also need to be the best player that I can be to make sure that um I'm not saying anything stupid uh it's just that there's other skills that you can focus on for casting which is like you know vocal projection your camaraderie with your co-caster making sure you're entertaining and things like that and that really comes with I think just time in my case I don't think I was naturally good at um being eloquent compared to some of my co-casters but over time the comfort and um kind of humor started to show What's up, boomers? This is Usapan Retro. Hey, what's up? I'm Sonia. Hey, my name's Ron. Yo, we're boomers, and we love to talk about video games and otaku culture, and we're from the Philippines. Catch us live on the Kumu app every Saturday at 5 p.m. and the podcast every Monday at 8 a.m. Catch you nerds there. How do people? get in touch with Hearthstone communities how do they how do they find a group of people to play with oh my gosh just join the Hearthstone Philippines Facebook page and dami daming um naghahanap ng friends to play with there and there's plenty of like very friendly people that will help you get started no matter what skill level and whatever your comfort level if you want to compete or just play like meme decks or have fun join the Facebook page and um For women in particular there was also a new gamer girls Philippines group that was made on Facebook that is also very welcoming. Wow. Can you tell us more about that? Um I'm not super active there but I remember it was set up around uh the time uh, it's not just the first time that the me too movement was trending but there are many recent resurgences kasi madami ring issues na ganun so i can't remember who it was that actually set up the page but they created just a page for women who are gamers in the philippines to come and support each other and share their stories and maraming nagpo-post ng kanya-kanyang setup doon or just like their w's in recent games or people just looking for advice on what new gear to buy that type of thing it's very very nice that we have that kind of welcoming atmosphere i i'm glad you brought this up because obviously um there are moments that unfortunately there are toxic personalities online especially when they encounter a female gamer um have you ever had any experiences of the sort and how did you um, handle it Well, yes, but thankfully nothing of like an in-person incident. Okay. I, a lot of women have had it worse than me. To my extent, it's just the same as any woman who's online in any space to if you have a live chat there's almost guaranteed going to be some yeah. troll or a person who's hiding behind their anonymity and saying very demeaning things. But um I think that recently uh at least in the case of Hearthstone or the moderation has been stricter so parang mas 
mas mabilis silang nababan or namumute and delete messages, that type of thing. I think people are starting to be more aware, or at least the tournament organizers are starting to be stricter about conduct guidelines, which I think is the bare minimum. <laughs> uh, curious ako, pagdating sa ganitong issue or sa ganitong reality, ano ba yan, Gia? Is it like a, is it, is it, is it like a local thing? Or does it commonly happen like all over the world? I think it's all over the world. I mean, dito nga sa Pinas, at least in terms of the Harsong community, I haven't received any type of harassment or discrimination, thankfully. I know that in other esports, there have been some issues that I don't want to touch on because it's very yeah. personal to other women. Uh, I'll right. just talk about my experience. And in terms of like global stage, syempre when we're streaming, Right? no matter where they are. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know where they're commenting from, but, you know, there will be comments like, well, especially when I was starting out, like asking, oh, there's another token woman who's just invited to commentate so that there's eye candy, that type, that type of thing. And then people who are overly concerned with my appearance, kahit wala namang sinasabi about the guy commentator's looks. Uh, but... I think the longer I've been working, the less and less those comments have been appearing. And these days, I think a lot of the general audience considering me just as good, if not better, than my co-casters. So it's I've established myself. Yeah. Okay. So you've you've represented the Philippines. You are now you've gone you've gotten into commentating. What's what's next for Gia? Um, I guess more of this. I'm very very happy where I am with commentating. Uh, just. Last year, I was able to commentate the world championship for the first time, and that was my big goal. Unfortunately, it was just online, so the prestige and the atmosphere of it wasn't, you know, on par with what I really wanted. But now my goal is just to keep going until uh, most people are vaccinated and it's safe to travel again, and then I can go to a proper world championship. Wait, we have to say hello to another oh, oh. fellow female gamer. Carla Lizardo is here. She Ooh. says, Gia Queen. Gia Queen. Hi, Carla. It's <laughs> <laughs> a familiar face from the SEA Games. <laughs> yes. Gia, uh, you talked about credibility earlier. And uh, can you talk to us about the WSOE? Diba? And how oh, yeah. has it enhanced uh, you, uh, your credibility uh, pagdating sa Hearthstone? Right, so WSOE is like a tournament series across many different esports. So yung pangalawa, WSOE 2, was for Hearthstone. Um, they they have done all sorts of events. I think they've had for Dota, for fighting games, for Valorant, and so on. Um, for the Hearthstone event, they wanted to have an all-female tournament. And at the time, I wasn't competing at all. I was really just casting, but... Because there were so few prominent women in the Hearthstone community at the time, I invited as one of the 16 competitors. And that was held in the States. And I went there and I ended up winning the whole thing. <laughs> and um, I don't think anybody expected me to win, myself included. But I was really, really proud of it. And from then on, I think people started to take me seriously as a competitor. And that was one of the, parang, uh, not criteria, but one of the additional factors considered when they invited me to the training pool for SEA Games. Uh, I ended up covering the finals for Dota in the SEA Games, so I know firsthand how insane the atmosphere was. 
Um, for you, what would be the biggest highlight uh, when you felt the absolute, like the most electric atmosphere when you were playing? I sayang when I was playing. I, I have a great moment for when I was watching. But when I was playing, honestly, uh, in WSOE, we didn't have a big live audience. It was mostly just kami kami lang and close friends because it was a smaller studio. Um, so I, that was obviously my biggest winning moment. So I will still refer to that. Uh, but it wasn't your typical like huge crowd, roaring mm -hmm. applause and cheering and then halftime performances by KDA and all of that uh, <laughs> from the bigger esports. It was really just a moment of like realizing, damn, I played well, I deserve this and I'm happy to be surrounded by my friends as I won. Okay, but a while ago you said Siam when I was playing. So meaning there was another incident, uh, there was another instance that you, you had in mind initially. Yes, yung Hearthstone World Championship nung 2018. That was really, really nice. Or wait, sorry, that was 2019, early 2019. Um, the World Championship was held in Taiwan, and that was like an entire stadium <laughs> filled with people. And the middle, the playing area was like this huge platform that lit up with the actual like Hearthstone in-game aesthetics. And then the players were on top of that. It's really hard to do it justice with just words. But at the time, the finals was like this up-and-coming player, 18 years old kid who was really, really talented and won a bunch of tournaments before that versus like a veteran player who was also really good and looking for his final big win. And so parang there were like really, really compelling stories going into it. And then I was surrounded by all my friends cheering. And then the final game was really intense as well with so many unexpected uh, twists and turns. It's hard to explain in general terms, but that's easily my favorite um, competitive memory for Hearthstone. Alam mo, Cheska, hindi natin ito natanong. May pahabol lang ako kay Gia. Hindi natin ito natanong kanina sa Igilas team kay Namishida Chaka na Elok. Gia, I will ask you. News came out. I read this article. Uh, Lyceum of the Philippines University uh, is planning to launch a college course in esports. I want to get your thoughts on that. I think I saw just a brief breakdown of the curriculum as well. Um, I definitely think that, like, there is a lot of technical savvy that needs to be had for esports, but I'm honestly not sure if it's the right time yet because. Iilan lang yung kilala ko that really do esports as their full time job, and that's it. Like in my case, if I didn't have like international opportunities, this couldn't be a full time career. So lalo na yung dito lang sa Pinas. There's certainly some people who have done it as a full time job, but I'm kind of worried about how ready the industry is for a huge influx and also the transferability of skills. Because, like, I don't take my job for granted at all. I know that if at any point Hearthstone becomes unpopular, I could be done as a commentator. And so you need to have a fallback in that case. Uh, but of course, the esports course for Lyceum, if I looked at it, it's not just about, you know, commentating in particular. It's like management, business, and broadcasting. And those skills are transferable to other fields as well. So I hope that it works out. And um, I hope that it's a signal for, like, even more growth for the esports industry. All right. All right. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Gia. It's it's always awesome uh, speaking to a fellow gamer that is female. 
Thank you so much, uh, Gia. You. D. We'll catch you again next time. Thank you so much for uh, agreeing uh, to join us here in Off the Record. Uh, lastly, Gia, baka you want to plug uh, mm-hmm. anything? How Get can they follow you? Yeah, yeah your stream, etc. Go ahead, Gia. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am casting Hearthstone Grandmasters Asia Pacific Region every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 5 p.m. onward. So you can catch that on YouTube at Hearthstone Esports. And then if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Gia Casts. On Facebook, it's Gia D Gaming. And on Twitter, it's at Gia D underscore. It's all inconsistent because I didn't know this would become my job. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Alright, so basalan po ng GAD on the Facebook, uh, YouTube, siya po yan, GAD. Thank you so much, of course, Gia. Thank you. Thank you. This was an awesome episode. Again, we had such amazing guests from Igilas uh, Pilipinas, Mashida, Elok, and of course, GAD. Mig, sana may natutunan yep. ka and sana you get into gaming na rin. Samahan mo na ako. That's good. <laughs> yes, kailangan ko ng, ano, check. Kailangan ko mag-improve ng, ano, kailangan ko mag-improve ng console. So I'm uh, actually kinonsult ko nga si Carla. Si Carla nag-reply siya sa stories ko. Uh, kasi I've been wanting to upgrade what I have now. So sabi niya, hindi, sige, uh, kaya mo yan. Mag- magpa-quote ka lang. So most likely, if I really get into gaming, it will be PC. So that's that's my bet. So uh, ngayon, uh, check, meron lang tayong breaking news, no? This is from Bren Esports. Uh, nakita natin mm-hmm. sa Facebook page nila, claiming this season's FSL Dota 2 Open Championship crown. So congratulations. Congratulations, Bren. Bren. Esports, a breaking news po yan. Kaka- in the headlines. Yes, kakahapin lang po yan. And yun nga po, esports po, ang tema natin tonight. Maraming maraming pong salamat sa lahat ng mga nanood sa atin sa Facebook off the record with Migs and Cheska at siempre sa community stage. Cheska, final words? Again, like it's it's been awesome talking to so many different people, playing so many different games. Kasi nga lahat tayo, a lot of us end up staying at home. Um, so a lot of us are looking for things to do that will keep us at least occupied and entertained. And obviously, e-games, uh, online gaming is a big deal now because of what happened in the past year or so. And sana uh, tuloy-tuloy yung paglaki ng community, tuloy-tuloy yung pagtutulungan ng mga tao. Like, we heard how Mish and Elok were sharing, uh, you know, actually really technical tips on how to play properly. Um, even the dedication of Igilas Pilipinas and Gia uh, moving from playing to commentating. There are so many different avenues to explore. So hopefully uh, you guys out there find your niche. All right. So yun nga po, no? speaking of um, well, learning something tonight para po sa ating mga Facebook uh, Facebook uh, commenters, sana po meron po kayo natutunan. At teaser lang po for next week, mas marami pa po tayong matututunan. Dahil nga summer, yes. uh, usong uh, summer clinic at syempre during the, well of course, new normal, quote-unquote, eh, lahat yes. po ng mga summer clinics nag-adapt na siya online. Mm-hmm. So watch out for our art card, from our uh, for our promo materials. You will learn something next week pagdating po sa sports yes. and of course learning it from online. So marami po salamat to everybody and, to watch sa Kumu yes. community stage Cheska. Yes, and be I cannot end a gaming episode without saying hello to Bros and Queens. So, hi guys, thank oh, you for guys. watching tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So once again, this has been off the record with Migs and Cheska and we will see you guys in the next episode. Next episode. Bye.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.